Hello, I'm Tony Kerr, and this is the Guernsey Press Business Podcast. The idea of the four-day week, it's been gathering momentum in recent times, but is it the future of work or a work of fantasy? For PwC, Channel Islands, one of the big four accountancy firms employing some 500 staff across Guernsey, Jersey and Alderney, it's the former. It's announced plans to trial four-day working this summer with no loss of pay for staff. The latest move by a company which prides itself on being forward-thinking when it comes to flexible working. It's fair to say the move has sparked a big reaction from people both within and outside the business. So to find out more about just how it'll work and crucially what it will mean for staff well-being and the bottom line, I caught up with PwC's managing partner in Guernsey, Evelyn Brady. Evelyn, thanks very much for sparing a few moments. Great to have you on the Guernsey Press Business Podcast. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, exciting news from PwC Channel Islands this week. The four-day kind of work week has been spoken about for quite a while. It's been sort of bubbling along as a sort of conversation topic, hasn't it? Um, and, and generated a lot of interest over the last few years. You guys have sort of finally, I guess, put your sort of heads above the parapet and, and made the move on that front with a trial this summer. Why now? Why is now the right moment to, to kind of give it a go? Look, um, we recognise the changing uh world of work and um, we've always been an early adopter of um, uh, of new kind of uh, strategies and, and new processes so you know we wanted to appeal to a very broad uh, talent pool and we wanted to uh, fulfill our commitment to our teams um, on flexibility and also to make sure we're looking after their well-being so all of those things are really important to us and it was on that basis that we decided that the timing is right. And just explain if you would exactly how this trial is going to work then because it's going to be over the course of the summer but how long will it be and, and what exactly will it look like for, for staff? Um, so the, the, it's during the summer and the idea is that actually we have reduced the number of hours so our staff work at 37 and a half hours so we're reducing that to 30 hours a week and uh, it's a flexible approach so uh, the office will remain open to all every day uh, and obviously we will have to make sure that we have the right balance of people in the office are working remotely because we have a hybrid model uh, but some people will choose to take a day off and uh, some people will choose to reduce um hours because it will work for them we're particularly hearing from our parents that actually during the summer months with a childcare, particularly out of school that actually the ability to have a shorter day will really work well for them other people have uh, sporting commitments or caring commitments and they're actually looking at how they will use it so there is no one size fits all it's actually about being flexible and making sure that we get to work right for our people our us as an office and indeed actually for our clients. So it won't be that staff have to sort of pre-book off one of those days and everyone goes for Friday or everyone goes for Monday? Yeah, no, it won't be. It'll be a flexible approach, but and it needs to work for everybody. So, you know, there um, you'd be working, with, depending on what uh, jobs you're working on, you will be agreeing with your team what works right for you and looking at your own commitments and, and getting um, what works for everybody. And with the idea is that we would... Um, get um, where you would agree with your teams for, uh, how you're going to work and how to make sure that we're still continuing to deliver to our clients that you're actually focused uh, when you are at work but also ju- just getting the balance right right for you so that you can really enjoy those extra uh, hours that we're giving back to you 
and the feedback from our teams has been fantastic. They're really excited about this and really appreciate what we're trying to do here. Yeah, I was going to say, we've seen the reaction, certainly to the article that went in the press um, on Wednesday, has been really big online. Lots of interest, lots of people saying, where do I apply <laughs> to PwC? <laughs> How, has that reaction been mirrored internally? Yes, it has been. Um, you know, as I said, uh, we have listened to what our teams have said, and we've also been very, very committed to this flexible working approach, uh, which we've been uh, working on for quite some time. Uh, and also, we're really... Um, it's really important that we look after our staff uh, well-being. So it's getting those balance right. And, and now we're not just saying something, we're actually taking action. And that's really important and has been appreciated. And you mentioned uh, your clients just before. Will it have any effect on your business in terms of the way you bill clients, the way you charge time? Uh, how, how do you expect that to evolve? Well, I'm, you know, I expect and I'm already hearing from our clients that actually um, that they are really intrigued of what we're doing and um, one comment from one client from mine was uh, well done PwC one step ahead as always so you know very proud to hear something like that we will continue to deliver to our clients we will make sure that we have uh, extra resources to still to meet the right deadline so we'll you know in reality is we'll still deploy the same number of hours to any engagement as we would have always done but it might mean more people actually uh, executing the work. And so in that sense, then, do you expect it to have any impact on your bottom line? Well, the um, research done to date has been that actually when people are given flexibility and when they are uh, in a more positive mindset and they are committed, the actual productivity is stronger. So we expect productivity to be much stronger and therefore actually we think the impact will be minimum to our bottom line. I mean, I've got quite a few friends who are accountants. I know there are certain times of the year where... I mean, forget a four-day week, they're sort of working an eight-day week. There are very busy periods. Is it something that, you know, when you talk about flexibility, that will have to change on a kind of seasonal basis? Is, is it that summer is a good time to be to offer that kind of flexibility, that perhaps in spring, in the busy seasons, that, that there'll be a different arrangement? Look, uh, it is unquestionably that, that we have busy periods and we've just come out from one of our busy periods. And But through all of this, we've continued to... Um, allow people to uh, charge overtime and to take that time in lieu. So this is in addition to this. This isn't actually us giving back to our teams and uh, all the hours that they may not have been paid for or don't have uh, as time in lieu to now. This is in addition to this. Um, but, uh, you know, would this work for the end of March and at the end of April? In truth, you know, we would love to think we could get it to work, but I think we'd have to really look hard at, at our model and how that would, how we resource this. The summer months unquestionably are a little bit uh, quieter, but they're not that quiet, but we are committed to making it work. And we will look at the uh, level of work we take on and make sure we get the balance right to do this. Yeah, and in terms of the trial itself, I don't know if you said how long it exactly will run for, but how long will it take you to kind of process whether it's been a success or not and, and, and how quickly might you implement it, I suppose, on an ongoing basis if it is a success? OK, uh, so the uh, the idea is that we will uh, judge success by actually how our teams feel. We want to attract and retain top talent. So actually how our teams feel, hopefully they will also not only feel that actually this has been a, a particularly unique opportunity for them, but they also feel refreshed and engaged as we go back on to more normal hours again. Um, we'll also listen to actually how our clients feel about it. Uh, but again, we will expect our clients to have uh, energized, more committed and more productive uh, 
people working on their engagement. So again, we expect that to be positive and success to, for us will be is how our teams feel, how our clients feel. And then we will look at the obviously the um, the overall financial performance as well. But actually our team's well-being and delivering quality to our clients is the key message we need to make sure we're getting. And certainly as far as Guernsey workplaces, Guernsey businesses are concerned, uh, and I think this is a first, um, certainly for a, an organisation um, you know, as large as PwC, uh, do you expect there to be a lot of attention um, on you? And it, I mean, it, could this be a bit of a blueprint for other businesses to follow? In truth, I think uh, other businesses will follow. Uh, we have always been first adopters and we're always keen to look at, you know, what the future holds and make sure we're embracing new changes, new opportunities and new challenges. Um, and, and, you know, we have a whole core team who are working with other organisations and helping them address the whole future of work and the challenges of that whether it's the hybrid model, whether it's, um, you know, digitalization or whether it's um, people really looking at what their work-life balance post-pandemic uh, and how you can actually get the best for you and your teams and making sure that they... So, you know, we have a whole team that actually works with other organizations and helping them do that as well. So why wouldn't we uh, embrace that for ourselves? And as far as PwC kind of globally um, is concerned. Have other um, jurisdictions, other offices tried this? I mean, are you, are you taking cues from, from perhaps, um, yeah, from other places that have done it first? Yeah, well, PwC in the UK have announced their um, policy, summer policy, just yesterday as well, um, where they're actually looking at actually, again, staff retention, staff well-being, committed to actually that flexible work approach. And it's it's never going to be one size fits all uh, and i'm sure all of this will be modified as as we go forward so this is the start it, it, i just don't suspect it will be the the end of the story you know in terms of recruitment and retention of staff i don't know how challenging it is um in accountancy at the moment you know lots of sectors are kind of reporting difficulties in in um in, in attracting staff you know across a, a wide range of industries and sectors i guess but in terms of accountancy and in terms of guernsey specifically do you think this could be an important differentiator for you guys as um yeah as you, as you look to to kind of bring the best people in and keep them look at um it is very difficult the hunt for talent is very real at the moment um and therefore us being able to attract and retain uh, talent um, is one of our challenges. Uh, you know, this is one of lots of things that we do. We believe we have a culture of inclusiveness. We believe we have a very strong learning culture. We're using technology. We're looking at, um, you know, people's well-being. There are so many different elements to what we actually offer staff. We're very proud of our track record in this space, uh, but actually it's a combination of a number of different um, offerings and actually continuing to make sure that people are progressing and being valued and have a really exciting career is also part of that. And we believe we have those in our in what we offer our teams, but we need to continue to work hard to make sure we continue to be competitive and to make sure that we're listening to what the next generation want and how they feel valued. You know, for us, it is it is about us being an international financial centre, but us showing that actually we are forward thinking in the workspace. When we're looking to attract staff, we need to differentiate ourselves. We want to be different than actually what it's like to work in London or what it's like to work in Luxembourg. We want to be able to say, look, come work in Guernsey. Um, uh, you know, enjoy working on global clients, but also at certain times in years, enjoy 
what is a wonderful space and place to live and, and it's really important to do that. I can tell you the excitement for some of our people who've, who've joined us from all over the world is, is incredible. They really are excited about it. And can you see much beyond this in terms of the kind of journey of travel for, for offices, particularly in Guernsey, obviously? I mean, do, do you see a time when you'll scale down the actual physical building that um, that you know the most people will either be working from home or or you know that that flexibility will drastically change what your kind of physical presence looks like look i think what it's doing is actually that i think the office is still here to stay for some time uh, but i think actually what an office looks like inside could be very different and um, one of the things that we're doing is that making sure that we've more collaborative spaces so when you are in the office that you are actually working more collaboratively you're working more with teams you have an area of you know whether it's brainstorming or whether you're sharing um sharing just experiences or, or whatever that may be so i think the traditional desk where you come in and you sit at your uh, your own designated desk and that's your space in the office i'm not sure that that is going to uh, to be something that's relevant going forward when we look at the the future of the world of work we're looking at much more um as i said a much more flexible workspace but i do think the office still has a very important part of anybody's career because you need to work with people you need to be coached you actually learn from each other you get energy from each other and actually there's also a social aspect of it all so it's about balance so I don't personally see where it'd be everybody be working from home all the time. Um, we all got used to that, and we, but when we came back into the office, it felt a little strange initially, but we forgot about how much energy, how much um, enjoyment we got, and how much we learned from each other, and we could support each other. So it's about getting the right balance, I think. Yeah, and I guess there's an element of experiment about it. It is a trial, but... I imagine you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't think there was a, a good chance that it will be a success for your business. If it is and other, um, uh, yeah, other businesses follow suit, do you think it would be a net positive for, for the local economy if the majority of um, particularly kind of office-based jobs went to this kind of four-day or 30-hour model? I think it would be fantastic. First of all, I think, you know, uh, we continue to have productivity, but actually people have more downtime. So actually their, their well-being be better and uh, you know they have more opportunity to go out and enjoy the wonderful life that we can have here in Guernsey so I think that has got to be a win for individuals and for the for Guernsey as a whole I also think it will make them very attractive jurisdiction if we're seen to be leading in some of this we'll be able to attract more talent uh, and it will seem to be a very dynamic and forward-looking jurisdiction and that's what we want. Is it an opportunity to to kind of just push back on perhaps the way that work life and you know modern technology and, and everything that's associated with that has perhaps overreached into people's lives in you know the last 5 10 15 years that that perhaps work has become too demanding for some people and actually this is a way to to redress the balance yeah i think there is an opportunity and it, it does take some discipline but let's just be clear that actually if you aren't um feeling valued if you don't have a, a positive mindset if you don't feel that your well-being is looked up it's very difficult to be uh, effective in your work and then very difficult to be a good coach a good leader and to be a good team member so getting those things right means that actually you might have to work less but you'll be more productive that's what we're trying to achieve here 
Yeah, fantastic. And just finally, I guess the big question for you is managing partner. How much are you looking forward to this? Is it something that, that, that you'll be taking advantage of? Uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it <laughs> and I most definitely am taking advantage of it. Um, you know, I, I've got three children and um, I actually hope to be able to go to the Commonwealth Games this year. Uh, and then with the timing of this will allow me not to have to take extra holidays to be also able to enjoy some of hopefully Guernsey's flag flying high at the Commonwealth Games. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks so much for your time. It's been uh, great to chat and we look forward to seeing yeah, how the trial goes and, and how things take shape. Thank you for the opportunity. Have a good day and enjoy that lovely sunshine. Evelyn Brady, managing partner of PwC in Guernsey there. It'll be very interesting to see how the trial goes and how, if more companies follow suit, the four-day week affects Guernsey's economy, community and, crucially, its people. Whatever happens, we'll be following it closely at the Guernsey Press. Stay tuned for plenty more on the Guernsey Press business podcast, including interviews and panel discussions on the issues affecting business in the bailiwick. To get every episode delivered straight to you, make sure to hit follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. For now, take care and we'll see you next time.